Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact. Well, it's Monday. That means time to talk entrepreneurship here on Classic Business. Uh, and a very interesting story, Corker, the KZN-based fintech, who recently picked up the MTN Financial App of the Year Award, announced that they've uh, surpassed uh, the very impressive milestone of dispersing more than 2 billion rands in working capital to uh, its SME customer base. That's in partnership with Retail Capital, which is now a division, as we know, of uh, Time Bank. So lots of partnerships all over the place. I'm joined now by CEO Matt Putman. Evening, Matt. Uh, congrats on surpassing that quite impressive milestone. Just remind us uh, all about eCorker before we talk about the partnerships that have enabled this growth. Evening, Michael. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show this evening. appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I guess brief overview of eCorka, we, we're an SME or kind of small business focused fintech and really our goal is to help small business owners in South Africa start managing and grow their business. Uh, we headquartered out of KZN, which is quite unusual, but we've got quite a, a sizable SME base across the whole of South Africa and uh, our primary offering has always been helping SMEs accept card payments, so in-person payments and online payments. But then we also have um, kind of ancillary products like our cash advance products, uh, which allows SMEs to mm. to to access working capital to grow their business. So talk to me about those models, because the traditional banking model is to take depositors' funds and, uh, and then grow those via various lending activities that banks do. Um, you, you're talking a, a partnership with retail capital, and they do things rather differently. Take me through the business model. Yes, it's a very different approach. Um, I mean, retail capital is seen almost as an alternate lender in the South African market. Mm. Um, and what, what they found and what we found through our partnership is about 80% of SMEs in this country won't get a traditional loan from one of the big banks, uh, you know, based on either a lack of credit history or the way that the scoring models work and the banks just don't see them as a, uh, I guess, a fit for purpose uh, lending proposition. The, the way that it works uh, with, with ourselves and retail capital is we just look at the raw trading data, um, so the raw uh, card payment data from these SME um, businesses and, and kind of their last 90 days worth of trade. And we think that's kind of the truest way to measure eligibility um, for SMEs in this country. And I think that's always been the big challenge for SMEs. Many of them have not traditionally accessed formal funding, have very, uh, what you would call, thin files at the credit bureaus, and so have been eschewed traditionally by the big banks. I was chatting to Brad Roper earlier of uh, MTN about their partnership with Jumo, and they're using technology and AI in different ways uh, to assess whether or not an SME will actually repay those loans. It's just remarkable, and Cork is another one with this partnership with Retail Capital, how this sector is expanding and and how many uh, very bright individuals are looking at ways uh, to help SMEs in the country. Looking at your approach, though, was very much a partnership approach with Retail Capital. How has that specific collaboration enhanced your ability to provide working capital to SMEs? What do you see as the big benefits that it offers to both of you, Ikorka and uh, and Retail Capital? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a partnership that we've built over probably uh, five or six years now. And I guess 
eCorca provides an opportunity for retail capital to really drive distribution into SME sectors that are quite hard for um, you know, some other channels and other players to reach. We've built a, a very big base um, of sole proprietors as well as registered businesses in that kind of small to micro business uh, segment. So I guess we're very good at the distribution, at managing that merchant experience, making it super simple for SMEs to understand how to access um, working capital. We also collect against the outstanding um, amounts that are owed on, on behalf of, of retail capital. So um, ultimately making it a very seamless experience for SMEs as they use the Corker card machines, uh, kind of we collect funds uh, against the outstanding amounts. The benefit for retail capital, I think, or well, for, for us from the partnership is retail capital uh, thinks about lending very differently to the traditional banks. Um, and we've worked very hard with them as they've built out, I guess, very strong decisioning engines, uh, you know, a very good model that creates a very sustainable um, way for us to score and, and profile SMEs. And therefore, you know, these SMEs that would struggle to get working capital from other players have, you know, have been able to grow their business uh, through the cash advances that we've provided them with. Now, Matt, if you're going to be edifying Enoch next week, ahead of his all-important budget, uh, and it's in the SME space, he called you in. He said, Matt Putman, you understand lending to SMEs in a way that uh, many of the traditional banks don't. What could I do to create a, a more enabling environment, apart from the obvious, and that's keep the lights on and maybe fix Transnet and all the other SOEs? What would, what would you like to hear? What would your advice be to the minister? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's really the very obvious fundamentals that are hurting SMEs in this country. Uh, you know, we, we've seen from a load shedding perspective the impact on trade of our customer base. Uh, you know, guys are probably losing somewhere between 15 to 20 percent of their turnover as a result of load shedding because you know, these are not big tier one, tier two retailers that have infrastructure in place for load shedding. For many of these businesses, connectivity in the areas they um, run their businesses becomes quite poor in load shedding and they don't have the infrastructure to keep the lights on or keep fridges on uh, you know or keep security systems running without power so i think like many sectors really just getting that right will fundamentally improve the the sme landscape um i think you know the the ease of doing business in south africa of you know there's there's still a lot of bureaucracy um in a lot of spaces i think the fika process needs work as well um i would have a single a single source of truth for fika in our country we've seen other countries emerging markets where um i think india is a very good example of how they've managed to speed up uh, you know the ease of setting up a business and being able to run businesses in an emerging market so i think that would be another good idea and of course, the obvious ones that you know we we read about in the papers on a daily basis, things like getting the ports right, would all help. But I mean, load shedding is really for SMEs probably their yeah. biggest pain points at the moment. Yeah, and and until you can't get water, as uh, Crofton got a little coffee shop in Parkview had to endure a week without water, and then you realise what is really important. Uh, just if you look at your data set, you, you obviously have. Uh, a great line of sight through to the current state of South African SMEs. Are they battling? Are you worried about uh, the, the small business in South Africa at the moment? Or are they uh, displaying that typical 
famed South African resilience, Sela Vietni, what uns Vietni? Yeah, I think you 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 correct. They are definitely it's a very resilient sector. Um, and I think we have a very broad uh, section of customers that we service across so many different verticals that, you know, we get quite a, a, a nice overview of how different sectors are performing. There's, there's sectors where people are definitely under pressure, but it is a very resilient uh, sector, the SME base. And I think, you know, when people, if you look at, for example, the Q4 results, people are wondering how the economy didn't do worse than it did based on, you know, the big challenges we're facing from a load shedding and a, um, you know, transnet and ports perspective. And really, this SME sector, they are creating employment. So a lot of it's invisible because they're not formally registered uh, entities. But, but yeah, there's people are finding ways to make money. They're finding customer needs and pain points that they can serve. Um, and it is a very resilient space. Having said that, you know, they're, they're, you know if the general trading environment was better if interest rates were lower if consumer confidence was better this sme space would be flying and i think yeah um you know that's that's where we'd like to see the economy get to again absolutely and then the finance minister would have uh, more tax money uh, would have more employment uh, i think social cohesion would be improving all of those good things if we could just uh, sort out those basics, uh, that was Ikorka CEO Matt Putman talking about uh, the business achieving a rather important milestone, dispersing more than 2 billion rands in working capital to uh, SMEs through its partnership with uh, Retail Capital in this week's Talking Entrepreneurship here on Classic Business. Well, that's a wrap for your uh, Monday edition of Classic Business, Composer of the Week with Melanie up next, followed by Jazz from 9 until midnight. Good night. Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact.